Welcome to The Road to Rural Prosperity, featuring stories about rural Oklahoma and rural America. Guiding us on the journey today is our host, Ron Hayes. Howdy neighbors, Ron Hayes with you today. The journey continues as The Road to Rural Prosperity has taken us to Stillwater, Oklahoma, where we're sitting down today with three of the five project leaders for what's being called the Rural Renewal Initiative of Oklahoma State University. The hope is it'll result in the OSU Rural Renewal Institute. Joining us today is Dr. Tyson Oshner from the Plant and Soil Sciences Department, Dr. Shane Robinson from Ag Education, and Dr. Paul Weckler from Biosystems and Ag Engineering. Today's journey is being powered by the Petroleum Alliance of Oklahoma, the oldest and largest oil and natural gas trade association in the state. The alliance represents every segment of oil and natural gas, allowing the industry to speak with one voice when advocating for the interests of their members, landowner partners, host communities, and every Oklahoman whose life is touched by this great industry. We'll start our conversation with Dr. Osner, with Dr. Robinson, and Dr. Weckler in just a moment. The Petroleum Alliance represents every segment of the oil and natural gas industry, speaking with one voice when advocating for the interest of its members, landowner partners, and employees. Our mission is to enhance Oklahoma's economy and every segment of the energy industry. PSO provides electricity service to more than half a million customers across Oklahoma. Increasing reliance on natural gas and renewable energy is our future. Cleaner, more affordable energy to power our lives. A strong Oklahoma economy boosted by new jobs, increased revenues for rural communities and schools. Together, our energy is boundless. Howdy neighbors, Ron Hayes with you today. We are on the road to rural prosperity, and that road has taken us to the campus of Oklahoma State University, where uh, uh, President of the University, Burns Hargis, has uh, uh, kind of uh, cast some vision on some big picture research ideas and uh, called for some proposals from uh, within the, uh, the the campus, so within Oklahoma State University, uh, the various uh, colleges and, and, uh, and parts of, of OSU. One of the uh, one of the successful ideas that's going to be going forward uh, under what's called a tier one research effort uh, lies right within the the, uh, the division of agriculture college of agriculture. With us today is Dr. Tyson Oshner. Tyson, t- tell us about uh, this uh, this tier one opportunity uh, from a rural perspective. Yeah, thanks, Ron. I'm really excited to visit with you about this today. So. Uh, we are proposing and working towards the creation of a rural renewal institute here at Oklahoma State University. So we're really excited about that. We've got with us also a couple of the other uh, kind of team leaders or helping the yeah. leadership team. Uh, Shane Robinson. Shane, thank you for being here today. T- tell us about your role. Yeah, thank you, Ron. Yeah, we, we're really excited to be able to to work in some rural places in our state uh, being from a rural area, I know the importance of of the assistance that's needed uh, in those particular areas, and um, we, we feel like we've got a team that uh, is deeply interested in trying to make a, a big impact uh, on rural citizens and places, and we can't wait to get started. Paul Weckler with us again today, today as well. Paul, t- tell us about your role. 
I'm a biosystems and agricultural engineering faculty, and a lot of uh, my work has uh, been with small companies, but also uh, anything related to the built environment, bridges, houses, water systems, roads, all that um, those types of engineering projects uh, impact the quality of life uh, in rural areas. And uh, you can include in that uh, broadband and Internet mm -hmm. access. Mm -hmm. uh, and so uh, my department's had a long history uh, in uh, serving Oklahoma through soil and water conservation and irrigation projects, as well as way back in the day of rural electrification. So we're we're really excited about this project and we have a bunch of good partners throughout the university and throughout the state now guys you know when you look at rural renewal you think about in oklahoma sometimes uh rural oklahoma isn't as pretty as we would have liked it or it's not as pretty as it used to be <laughs> how, how, how do you how do you get your arms around all this yeah well, Ron, we uh, had a chance to go out as we were planning this project and spend some time in some of these uh, communities. Initially, we're focusing in, in Tillman County and Harmon County, so we spent time in Hollis, uh, Tipton, Frederick, you know, Grandfield, Chattanooga, these places down there. And, uh, you know, one thing I'll say right up front about them is um, – a lot of people love these communities. Mm -hmm. They people really care about their community, and we heard it from a number of folks that said, "Hey, there's no place I would rather live," and and so we and we kind of share that that love for those communities. But at the same time, there are some real challenges. So I mean, there's there's buildings falling down. There there are water uh, systems that can't deliver uh, you know safe uh, drinking water like they need to. There there are you know problems with the tax base and some of the policies impacting these communities there are natural resource challenges and there's challenges on the social side so so th these are these are communities that are important and that we care about but they really do face some challenges now before we talk about those uh, challenges specifically shane you were telling me that uh this is a pro process process uh, had like 20 proposals that came into the uh, the president's office uh, saying, "Hey, we want to we want to do something, uh, move the needle on research on behalf of Oklahoma." How did how did this project get picked? Yeah, that's right. This was uh, an open call from uh, the vice president of research, uh, Dr. Sewell's office, and uh, we put our team together based on this idea and, and submitted a, a mini proposal. Twenty some odd proposals were submitted and. And the uh, Council of the Deans at Oklahoma State University uh, screened those down uh, to, to four teams. And each team was asked to come in and make a presentation to the Council of the Deans. And, and then ultimately, um, our group was, was one of the groups that was awarded to, to be able to move forward. And uh, it was a competitive um, proposal. And uh, we spent a lot of time uh, kind of fleshing out our idea, uh, as Tyson mentioned, we spent two days on the road with our team in Harmon and Tillman counties and collected a lot of data, uh, conducted a, a number of open forums in those particular uh, counties and gathered lots of input. And, uh, you know, that's the thing that I'm, I'm most interested and excited about is just being able to work with the people uh, in those places. The people are really excited uh, for us to come back and, and to sort of um, uh, infuse them and, and to rejuvenate them and to build a hopefully bring some change uh, that will really um, really be of help. And so we're really excited to, to get this thing moving forward. 
So what, what are all the moving pieces that uh, will attack this problem? Well, we kind of laid out in our proposal three main parts. The first part is a uh, seed project program where we would provide initial funding to good ideas that relate to rural renewal. And every year we would we would fund uh, three or so small seed projects that would focus on some aspect. And that would be open to anybody within uh, the OSU um, system. The Health Sciences Center over in Tulsa, Veterinary Medicine, the Business College. We want to bring together a lot of diverse people who have good ideas and focus that on uh, coming up with new and innovative ways to help uh, the rural areas. The second part is a rural scholars program in which we are going to engage students and actually... uh, um, pattern this after a similar program at University of Nebraska, which they call uh, service ship uh, opportunities for the students to go work on research projects and and live and serve in these communities. Now, with with uh, this type of an effort, uh, are you kind of focusing on these two counties as far as getting students from these two counties, or have you opened it up beyond that? It will be open to uh, uh, all students at OSU. We're focusing on those two locations specifically uh, at the beginning. Um, Eventually, we will probably focus on a lot of other locations. Mm -hmm. But uh, the the students aren't going to be restricted to students from those two two counties. So we're looking for enthusiastic, passionate students that are interested in some real-world research. And finally, the third aspect of this is this is related to uh, some of the other uh, uh, organizations like the World Food Prize that is given out every year. Uh, we, we looked at that as a way to bring heightened awareness and visibility to rural issues. And so every year we're going to have a symposium and give out a rural renewal prize to uh, someone who has uh, excelled in uh, helping uh, rural areas. So before you can renew something, you got to kind of know what the problems are. What, what are the yeah. what are the problems that, that maybe you know, that were identified to you by by those local residents? Yeah. Well, I, maybe we can each maybe name one in our different areas. But for me, I'm you know I'm a soil and water guy, and so uh, unfortunately. Uh, our region here kind of leads the nation in terms of soil erosion rates. We have relatively high soil erosion rates. So we we got to sustain that that soil because that's the base of many parts of the rural economy. And there's also these water issues there, water quantity and quality challenges, uh, particularly as you go down the southeast part of the state. That that becomes a huge issue. The uh, uh, Tillman County, Harmon counties are some of the most drought prone counties in the entire U.S. And so those are some of the issues from the natural resources kind of side. So what else? Well, there are people issues. And, you know, from a leadership standpoint, uh, I, as a professor in agricultural education, I'm, I'm really interested in, in how we equip our young people. And so there's a, a really dire need to uh, provide civic-minded, service-based youth in rural America. And uh, it's, it's evident in Oklahoma as well. We have to get in some of these places and we have to rally around the youth. 
fortunately for, for us in agriculture, our 4-H and FFA programs are doing a tremendous job at this. Uh, the problem is we don't reach every student. And so we've got to get into school systems and we've got to help do our part uh, to try to bring these young people together, <clears throat> rally them around a cause, and engage them in the community through service learning. Paul? Well, as an engineer, I look at uh, a lot of the things in these communities that uh, have been built in the past that need to be uh, renovated or removed. Uh, There are a lot of old, abandoned uh, buildings, uh, dilapidated storefronts, and trying to comply with all the rules and regulations on uh, removing, you know, construction debris, hazardous material, that's an issue, like I mentioned before, uh, drinking water, roads, and and especially broadband. You look at where agriculture is going. You look at the high-tech uh, farm machinery that's out there. Uh, You've got to have uh, internet connectivity mm-hmm. and cell phone connectivity. And so just like rural of electrification 70, 80 years ago, you know, brought farms into the modern age, we've got to work on getting broadband and high-speed cell phone connectivity to these areas. And that's what's going to draw young people back. If you can't get high-speed internet you're not going to get young people to live in these areas. I would think that would be amen and amen on that yeah. one. Yeah. Well, and just to, to speak up for a couple of the other areas of our project, so uh, uh, Dr. Mark Woodring is with the Center for Rural Health, and he's uh, one of, a part of the leadership team. And uh, so rural health care is, is a big challenge. If we take Tillman County, their, hosp- their only hospital in that county closed down a, a few years back, and it's really a challenge to provide the health care that the people need in that county. Uh, we can talk about entrepreneurship. We have uh, Dr. Bruce Berenger, who's the head of the School of Entrepreneurship here at OSU, and he's part of our leadership team as well. And obviously, uh, small businesses are key to rural communities. It's unlikely that you know IBM's going to move a manufacturing facility to one of these small communities. We need small businesses to grow and to thrive, and so that's going to be part of this research as well. We're talking about a concept known as the OSU Rural Renewal Institute. It's uh, one of the Tier 1 project uh, priorities of Oklahoma State University in the coming years. We'll talk a little bit more about that today as we continue down the road to rural prosperity in just a few moments. The Petroleum Alliance represents every segment of the oil and natural gas industry speaking with one voice when advocating for the interest of its members, landowner partners, and employees. Our mission is to enhance Oklahoma's economy and every segment of the energy industry. Headquartered in Oklahoma City, the Oklahoma Public School Resource Center envisions a quality public education for every child in Oklahoma, and their mission is to drive transformation and increased academic achievement within Oklahoma's public education system. The Resource Center is a nonprofit organization that provides essential resources, professional development, and technical assistance to the state's public schools. They advocate for high-quality instruction for all Oklahoma students and support increasing classroom innovation to provide them a challenging, globally competitive education. Let's continue the journey on the road to rural prosperity, stories for rural Americans. Once again, here's host Ron Hayes. Welcome back. 
Our podcast is The Road to Rural Prosperity. Thank you for listening in today. I'm Ron Hayes, and we've got uh, three folks from uh, from Oklahoma State University that uh, are part of the leadership team for something known as the Rural Renewal Institute. It's an initiative that is being undertaken by uh, primarily the Division of Agriculture uh, under the uh, under the banner of, of uh, the research efforts uh, for the uh, this land-grant institute, institution of, of Oklahoma State. State. Uh, Tyson Oster with us today, uh, kind of uh, one of those helping lead out, but uh, he's got a couple of his uh, leadership team that's here with him today, uh, Shane Robinson and Paul Weckler. Uh, gentlemen, you know, when we think about this particular uh, idea, uh, how are you, what, what are you wanting to do as far as to, to maybe generate uh, interest uh, at, at the grassroots level for this particular uh, renew, rural renewal idea? Yeah. Well, you know, one thing uh, that is uh, really great about this project is there's so much interest there already. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it it does not take long to explain to somebody that our rural communities are facing challenges. That is, that is well known. And also, it, it doesn't take long to find people that really care about it and that, that would like to help. And so I think part of, you know, our role here is just bringing a little bit of focus to that and saying that, look, we have a great land-grant institution in this state, and what better fit for the the mission and the vision of our land-grant institution than to bring some focus to the challenges uh, in these rural areas that that where folks often feel sort of left out or left behind. Shane, you mentioned something a while ago uh, regarding the, the rural youth. Obviously, you, obviously, the the success story of 4-H and FFA is very obvious. But how do you engage those others that are not uh, not necessarily a part of those uh, those two organizations? Yeah, uh, you know, it's it's challenging, and and part of our our proposal was trying to address just that. And um, I'm going to get a chance to to work with uh, Dr. Ron Cox and and Dr. Dave Scheidler uh, as we initiate uh, a project. Um, that's going to be based somewhat on the United We Can initiative uh, that really brings family units together mm-hmm. uh, around uh, their their students, their youth's uh, education. And what we hope to do is um, you know, build better family cohesion structures uh, around um, what's, what their kids are doing in school and outside of school, and we hope to engage the, the 4-H youth educator as well as uh, the high school ag teacher in these uh, communities to basically help us uh, embed this, this idea of uh, community involvement and, and, and civic engagement. And so there will be an academic service learning component uh, that um, teachers and educators will facilitate and there will be uh, some youth mentors and youth coaches who are employed in these communities to sort of oversee uh, and help uh, facilitate these activities. And then there will be a, a series of workshops that, that we put on in these, in these counties where we'll be working directly with families to try to have more buy-in mm-hmm. and, uh, and, and, a, and a better uh, kind of protocol or template for engaging these youth uh, systematically in these communities over time. From an infrastructure point of view, uh, Paul, I, I know that, you know, one of the ways that you can encourage people to stay in the, out in the country, stay in those rural communities, live, work, 
have their families, have all the things that are going on. They've got to have the infrastructure there or they're not going to stay. Right. You can't have communities where most of the buildings are abandoned and uh, they're filled with uh, vermin or garbage. And so we have to figure out ways to deal with the environmental regulations on deconstructing uh, uh, some of these towns. And and maybe some of those uh, building lots could be freed up for new housing or new businesses. Most of the research in this area has been done on big cities, like how do you shrink Detroit or uh, New York City, where they've got lots of uh, abandoned, dilapidated buildings. Uh, Very few people have looked, how do you actually uh, uh, physically deal with uh, some of the small town issues? So so that's one of the things. And we're going to have two students this summer working down in that area, working with city and county officials, community leaders on figuring out uh, what are the rules and regulations we have to comply with, helping them develop some uh, geographic information system tools to help them better manage their infrastructure. I would think that would also, you know, you also would be thinking, at least in the back of your mind, can this facility be repurposed? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, Tyson, where, where, where are we going uh, as far as where, 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 what's the vision out there to, to create that uh, maybe that template from these two counties, from Harmon County, from Tillman County, that can then be replicated in other places? Yeah, I, for me, the the hope is uh, that w- what we will become a part of here is really a movement uh, for rural renewal, and they can have a lot of different pieces uh, to that that movement. So we want to sort of energize and and focus the the faculty members like ourselves here at OSU to get engaged in this. The students from from the university, both the undergrad and the grad students, there's mm-hmm. there's a place for them through a rural scholars program and through a new class that Dr. Robinson's helping to lead. So we want to energize those students, and we want to connect with these communities, uh, both in these you know these two counties for starters, but but in across Oklahoma and and even beyond Oklahoma as we start to work with uh, individual partner communities and try to get some momentum going because ultimately this is a lot bigger challenge than <laughs> that our our uh, team is going to solve or that even than OSU is going to going to solve so it's really about it just sort of bringing some energy and some focus and try to get a, a movement started in this direction i guess what this is all about hope isn't it Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, it really uh-huh. is. Uh, hope and, and, uh, and resilience and, and helping people bounce back. Um, there's just a number of these small communities that have fallen on hard times, and, and uh, I think the three of us, uh, and, and really our whole entire team, but the three of us here today uh, who are part of this, um, I think the reason we're here is because of the people in some of those small towns who helped groom us and grow us and, mm-hmm. and uh, provide for us uh, in our early early years and and if we can get back and be a part of of a movement that would do that for others then that's certainly what we want to do there are other places in the midwest that are probably uh um in worse shape than we are uh there are a similar program at university of nebraska at iowa state university um this is not just uh, uh localized to oklahoma i think we have some advantages over some of those uh other places but we're looking to partner with them and and learn from some of their uh projects that they're doing there 
are uh, there, there going to be some things that folks can go and uh, kind of uh, kind of uh, peruse, kind of kind of look look through on on, on the web? Are we going to see some of these kind of things uh, as you develop these programs? You're going to be seen uh, uh, as far as on on a website. Uh, yes, and we're not there yet, but we, we are uh, moving that direction. So this this project was uh, just uh, selected uh, right about the end of August, and so we're very new uh, into this effort, and we expect this to be a long-term effort uh, for the university. But, yeah, we're in the process of getting some communications uh, uh, help on board and starting to create uh, the website because we want to have an open door uh, to folks anywhere that – are passionate like we are about uh, rural renewal and bringing research efforts to bear uh, on that challenge. So, yeah. uh, so, so, how, how does maybe somebody get involved with uh, what, what you're wanting to accomplish? Yeah, great question. So, so they can uh, contact uh, any of us uh, on our team, Dr. Robinson, Dr. Weckler, myself, uh, or just contact uh, OSU and say, "I want to learn about the Tier One initiative. I want to learn about rural renewal," and they'll direct you to us. Uh, but there are opportunities for folks to get involved. We've had good connections with other partners in the state already. Uh, you know, Secretary Arthur in the Department of Agriculture, uh, uh, Director Kissling in uh, Commerce and uh, Oklahoma Association of Electrical Cooperatives, Pioneer Telephone. There's a lot of folks around the state, I think, that are willing and ready to partner on this kind of thing. And so uh, we just say the door is is open, and uh, we would welcome uh, your support. Gentlemen, thank you so much for being along with us today as we've talked about this Rural Renewal Initiative effort going on right now at Oklahoma State University. On the road to rural prosperity, I'm Ron Hayes. Thanks for joining us for today's Road to Rural Prosperity podcast. You can join the conversation about how rural Oklahoma can prosper by looking for us on Facebook. And you can find our growing number of conversations on our website, ruralprosperityok.com. The Road to Rural Prosperity podcast series is a production of the Radio Oklahoma Ag Network and OklahomaFarmReport.com proud to be a part of the family of the funk companies.